In Dick of the Week, we talk about dirty stuff and use dirty language. We're rated M for mature. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> dick of the Week. Dick, dick of the dick, Week. Dick, dick of the Week. Dick, dick, dick. Dick, 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 I hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, mine was busy, and then I sliced my finger. But how did you slice your finger? Uh, you know, trying to cut a croissant. Uh huh. Uh huh. With a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> but it really hurts. Yeah. No, I mean it's like she like she took skin off, which it's funny because I chopped my finger with like a chef's knife a few weeks ago and I like had like the same like almost passing out. Like I laid on the floor in the kitchen and like. Were you home alone? No. God, thank no, God. thank God. Yeah, no, Jordan was here and so was his mom and his mom actually was the one that like patched me up and um, his stepdad was here who his stepdad doesn't believe in going to the doctor. Mm. So he was just like, you'll be fine. Just like he like, do you have any electrical tape? And I'm like, what? Jesus. We ended up just cutting one of the little squ- rectangles that we uh, dry Sabrina's butt up with yeah we cut those into strips and then use band-aids and fashioned my own little yeah my my brother-in-law has medical uh abilities and so he he took care of it and told me he's like i don't think you need stitches and but then of course he he, he's a dentist and uh he was like oh i wish i had my tools with me because i could just stitch you right up right here that'd be fun and i was like no none of this sounds like fun to me but yeah, so now I just have a, a stupid, painful finger from a stupid reason. It's not even like a cool story. I mean, I guess it's a funny story, but it's not, <laughs> oh, you know, I was being a master chef and whatever. So I uh, did not eat the croissant after that <laughs> or any other bread. <laughs> bread became the enemy. Yeah. I guess that's just, you know, my body being like, oh, yeah, you need to go back to not eating those carbs. <laughs> I can't believe you got taken out by a butter knife. That's just, uh, that's beautiful. But besides that, it was nice. Oh, yeah. I had um, lots of Thanksgiving meals. I've probably gained like 10 pounds in the last week and whatever. It's Christmas time. That's what it's for. And I mean, now it's Christmas time, but, you know, holiday time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cause I, I had three different Thanksgiving meals. Over the past, over the span of Thursday through uh, Sunday, that's awesome. So, and you hosted. I hosted my Misfits Thanksgiving. That went really well. Everything was delicious. The turkey turned out well again, which is great. I ended up eating it for three days for like leftovers. Which <laughs> I don't even do leftovers, but when you've got that much food left, you, you have, have to. to. Yep. And so we actually finished all the turkey before it went bad. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. We're, like, trying to not eat out and stuff. So, like, that was a really good start to that. And then last night we made tacos for dinner. So, although I did order a pizza on Friday. But I was watching Lizzie McGuire. So, I felt, like, justified. <laughs> I guess, you, did you get Disney Disney Plus? Um, Charles put his login for me. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. So, yes, I have it. Uh, but, yeah, I've been watching the high school musical, the musical, the series. Oh, my God. 
The it's, one where they like it's so dramatic. Are, it's meta. And they're like putting on the high yes. school musical. In the high school where the high school musical is written. It's so meta. And then like the care it's like super sweet though. It's like a great little little YA romance. Oh. It's sweet. I like it. Whenever we get our hands on Disney Plus, I'm sure I'll watch it. Yeah. And I'm only doing ten episodes. So once it's done, we could do a marathon. Yes. Honestly. I'd be open for it because I've already rewatched one of the episodes. So, um, super cute. Like the kids actually have issues. That's wonderful. Good. Yeah, that's like that's that was my Friday night. I was watching Lizzie McGuire for nine hours with my friend Ashley. Oh my god. Because we can just sit. Me and her have like the ability to just binge like none other. She's like I, I there are very few people that can match me binge for binge. Like I mean <laughs> I've sat for forty eight hours and watched like entire series. So, um. Yeah, that's like what I did Friday night. And yeah, it's just been a really nice relaxing few days. Good. Yeah, and then um, no surprise, because I, I think I even alluded to this a couple weeks ago. I failed NaNoWriMo uh, because I wrote maybe 2,000 words. Liz, on the other hand, did write 45,000 words. Yeah, I, I, so I, I didn't make the goal, but I got to the point that I was like, okay, I could try to get another five or so thousand words out. In an evening or I could sit here and not do that and just like watch a movie and yeah I think you time well spent movie also, one out yeah also the funny the 50,000 words is so funny to me because like from my books that's not a novel no it's not a novel and so um even if you hit 50,000 words you haven't completed anything unless you're like working on a project that's already open right and so I had, like, a big long – because, like, on the 10th of November, I got, like, all sad because I wasn't going to be able to do it. And I didn't get to do it last year because I was pregnant. And my job was stressful. And I, you know, ended up getting laid off, like, the last day of the month, which doesn't affect really doing it. But, like, my job – But you knew weird shit was happening. Yeah, like, midway through, they had, like, kind of called me in for a meeting that was, like, definitely, like, feeling out how they could get rid of me. Uh, but – so, like, last year I didn't do it. But the year before I had was very successful. Like, I did, like, 65,000 words or whatever. So – uh, I was a little bummed out, but then like Jordan was just like, you know, it's like they, it's, it's like a jump starter, and it's supposed to get you in the habit of writing regularly. So just do that. Yeah. He's like so, even if you don't finish it in November or whatever. So, I've like wrote a couple. I wrote today. I wrote like a thousand words. Nice. So. Yeah, I'm trying to do like a little bit when she's napping. Um, it's just hard for me. I'm not that kind of writer. Like I like to sit and have a bunch of hours together. Yeah. But I don't really have that luxury anymore. So. No. Yeah, and it's hard to be like, okay, well, I know tomorrow, like, from, you know, for me, it'd be like, I don't know, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, and that's when I can write, mm-hmm. and then to be like, all right, brain, be creative now. Right. Like, I don't, I, it's hard for me just to turn that on. Yeah, and, like, it it takes a long time for some people to do that, like, that's, but that's, like, what every writer that does it for, like, a gig, for a job, that's what they do. Oh, yeah. They're like, I write from 9 to 11 every day. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> So I need to like start treating their writing. I mean, like I don't want to treat it like a job because I don't want to like lose my liking of it. Because like I definitely burn out fast a lot. Like I will write like for a few months in a row. Like I'll write an entire thing and then I will rest for months uh, after that. Which sure um, doesn't really work for my plans. Like I've got like maybe another year of um, I've got another year of me staying home and us trying to have another kid. And if that happens and that's going to add another couple of years of me being home to the agenda. Sure. Um, but, but that also means two kiddos that you're exactly. Wrangling. So I need to like figure out my life now. Yeah. <laughs> and so that I can accommodate. And like also my side hustles, I need to start being like more mindful of what, how much time that takes out of my, my sure. day. 
Um, Cause the side hustles are growing. Like I'm coaching like four teams. I'm running a program. I'm bringing home like a good amount of like little, a little bit of, a little bit of money. So that's nice. Yay. Um, so any good books you've read recently? Um, so I was falling down this terrible dramatic path where all the books I was reading were hurting my feelings. So <laughs> I had to stop that. And so I started reading the inevitable series by, um, Christina. Oh, Christina C. Jones. Um, so I'm trying this month to only to not read any white writers. Okay. For December? December. I want to make it as different from like just how a lot of romance writers are just straight white women. Yeah. So I'm trying to like branch out a little bit. Um, so I'm taking, I'm trying to read some more uh, like black romances specifically. Uh, and I started reading her series, the series, the first book I read in one night and I'm already on the second. The whole series you no, read? No, 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 no. The first book. Oh, okay. First book. Okay. I read one night, and now I'm reading the second, and it is so good. Her characters are so funny, and like... And who is this again? Um, Christina C. Jones. Um, she is... She has a million books, too. So oh, I'm like... I, and they're all on Kindle Unlimited. Nice. So I'm basically in for a treat. The first in the series... Um, so the one I'm in right now is Inevi Inevitable Seductions... And the um the first one's inevitable conclusions. Okay. And it's a friend's former lover, still kind of lovers, friends with benefits, mess. Okay. And it's wonderful. And the second book is the side characters from that book, obviously the best friends, um and it's just it's just good. I mean like and everyone has interesting jobs. So in the first book, it's a broadway director former broadway tony winning star hmm. and a former nfl now financial advisor and in the second book it's a former rugby professional turned financial advisor because he works with his best friend and a uh basically former supermodel that now works does like reality like makeover shows and stuff like that whoa so it's like so unique like the world scope or whatever i had just kind of fallen into reading the same like five authors over yeah so like when I last month I had, I told you I hit that wall where I couldn't find anything new to read. Well, yeah, if you keep going the same well, you're gonna not right. find anything. So I was like, you know what? I probably should read more romances that aren't centered around white folks. And I've been meaning uh, to do that as yeah. well. So that's what I've been doing this month. Also, um, Jordan actually did like there was like a few months where he didn't read any white male. Oh. Uh, he didn't read any white male writers. Um, and that's when he got through all of the Octavia Butler books. Oh, yeah. So kind of just taking a page out of his book and getting the most out of it, honestly. Because, like like I said, she's like 30 million books. That's awesome. I'm, I'm about to, to check her out. I'm about to spend It's It's going to just turn into a month of her, probably. <laughs> and all of her books kind of overlap, like, per. I like that. Per now how romance is. Yeah. Which I think is delightful. I guess there was a time when that wasn't the case, but I enjoy it whenever I can find it. I like it because typically you can start anywhere, mm -hmm. but if you had read the previous ones and there's like little, you know, peppered in things about the other characters that you get to know. And I, I like exactly. that. I like I like a world that's cohesive like that. Yeah. And like the other best thing is like, because it's a romance, you know, they end up together. So it's not like they're spoilers truly. Right. Because the thing about... Romance is so nice. It's not about them getting together. It's how do they get together. Exactly. That's what we strive to achieve when we're writing it. That's what we want to. So, like, I know that there are some books that took place before this. 
um because the characters are like being mentioned mm. um i think i don't know i thought that this was the first book she's ever released i tried to look at but authors really need to start writing a list of when their books came out or the order they want you to read them in yeah i like it when people have that information on their website because a lot of them don't yeah. Most authors don't. So she's got well over 30 books. And so I would really love to know where to start. Anyway, I, I, I Googled her, uh, I Googled book order. And this was the first book that Google sure. told me from 2016. So I was like, I'm going to start here. And it seems like I might have she's started. She's written 30 books since 2016. At least released them. I don't know when she actually wrote them. That's true. Yeah, That's some people, true. Some people don't start releasing until they have a backlog. Uh, but yeah. And then the other set of books i was reading was the boston terriers series um it's a football college series and it's ridiculous it's by jacob chance um and i also read jacob chance's two his two hockey books how was reading a, a male author good good he actually writes his characters super sweet hmm like the men, like I, I feel like when I've read male writing them before characters, um, the men are kind of more like brash or like less feeling, or it's like all yeah. about pussy or whatever. These guys, like I mean, like they all are all about the pussy, but I also feel like once they meet the girl they're like into, they're like maybe over the top about getting them oh that's funny and it's like it's almost the first time the first book i read i was like i don't know if this is it felt a little corny sure uh but then i've read three of them now so clearly it wasn't that corny and then i also read the cold-hearted bastards or cold-hearted series which the cold-hearted baller and cold-hearted i think bastard i don't know but the first one is a second chance at love for a couple um and he's a baseball player and she's a journalist. And the second one is a firefighter. And you know within the first chapter that she set fire to her house to meet him. Uh. <laughs> Shit was wild. So actually I read quite a bit in the last month or so. Uh, but yeah, so now that's my new my new goal is to embrace some new authors and try to get that going. Yeah. Um, I've started diving into christmas romance novels a little bit which Beautiful. means i've read a couple not so great ones yep. like i don't really i don't know they're hard to find so i'm still in the search for some really good christmas romance novels um if anyone has suggestions throw them my way um it'd be excellent if i feel and I, i've told you this before but i haven't said it on the on on the show romance or christmas romances are either like 100 percent super sweet mm -hmm. like very like you know, barely even mention of alcohol. Definitely everything is, like, if there is any sex, it's all very closed door. Like, and then they start kissing. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, fine. That's fair, I guess. <laughs> or it's, like, dirty, raunchy erotica. Yeah. Uh, like, I came home from, came home for the holidays, now I'm fucking. Yeah, or, yeah. like... I got stranded in the cabin with this mountain man, so of course we're banging our brains out. Like, I would really like to find something that's just meet in the middle somewhere. <laughs> like, my normal higher to medium heat that I read mm -hmm. uh, that happens to be Christmassy. Like, that surely has to exist well, somewhere. Story. You want that story. Yeah, and that's the thing why I don't really like the uh, more erotica, really sexy Christmas mm -hmm. ones, because it's, I don't need a, all that, like... 
I want the banging, but I don't want like 99% of it to be mm-hmm. the hot Christmas sex. It doesn't need to be in every chapter. Right, exactly. So if anyone knows if that exists, throw it my way. Love that. Um, One I did read that it still was like mostly a sweet, but like at least hinted at sex occurred Um, was Snowbound with the CEO by Shannon Stacy. And it's this woman is like the assistant to the CEO and they get you know, Snowden at mm-hmm. a hotel somewhere. And he had been secretly in love with her, like, for the last year and a half. And she, of course, was into him. But, like, he's the boss and blah, blah, blah. And it kind of was a, you know, oh, just pretend that that's not the case for this weekend. Like, while we're here, we're not Boston employer mm-hmm. employee. Like, we can, we can bang. It'll be great. And, you know, they caught feelings. and Yeah. You're always going to catch feelings. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of... I feel like there surely is something I've read recently that I was, like, really into, and I have no idea what it would have been. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a problem when you consume so much. Yeah, and I'm still just trying to get out of a bit of a slump. I am currently reading... I'm not finished with it, but I'm currently reading uh, a Donna Alma book, which she normally... I normally enjoy her books. Her A lot of her books take place in Australia. Um, oh, did she have a new one out? Yeah, well, I, it came out in June, and I just hadn't read it, um, but it's Rafferty's Rules. Oh, I never got around to it. I kept having it in my my uh, library and having to replace it with books that were, like, higher priority. Yeah, so I'm currently reading that one right now, and I'm enjoying it. Um, it's one of the uh, – th- this is a series of hot Australian brothers uh, – mm. And their family runs a winery. Uh, the first book in, like, Flynn actually takes place in England because he lives in England. And we've talked about that book before yeah. because um, the woman he ends up with, she runs a female-centric porn industry company. Um, and then Down Under, which is book two, is about the brother who runs the winery in Australia. And his wife had passed away and he had young twins. And so he had to hire a nanny. And the nanny, it's a, an American who uh, was on holiday in Australia, kind of backpacking her way She's, like, around. older, too. A little bit older, yeah. Like, she's... So, she's, like, she's like almost 30, and she's with a bunch of people that are, like... Real young. 20, 21. And when she gets this opportunity, she's like, okay, bye, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here. And she used to be a teacher, so she understood how to, like, best nanny them. And then they fall in love. Um, and this book three is for it's the brother Rafferty, and he is kind of like has always been the screw up in the family, and is kind to prove that he's not anymore. And this woman, um, she found out it was yet another. I keep accidentally falling into these books of um, yet another virgin who ends up. Uh, finding out that her fiance was cheating on her even though he was the one who was like we should you know not bang until we're married what a weird repetitive trope why does that keep happening to me does that happen in real life a lot that's like what i wonder i'm like it, i because you like i feel like it's like three or four books now that you've come across yes, like that. on accident yeah. each time then i'm like oh okay so she goes on their honeymoon without him and oh, she's yeah. annoyed that the honeymoon was a cruise 
um, that because she didn't want a cruise, she just wanted to go to Australia. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I'll only do that if we do the cruise. And so she ends up um, getting really, really drunk one of the nights that they're in Sydney or that the boat is. And she misses getting back onto the boat. Mm. And when she's crazy drunk, runs into him and he kind of like helps take care of her because she was just beyond belligerent and was obviously not from there Mm -hmm. and um so she ends up just staying with him because she doesn't have her luggage and she ended up um losing her credit cards while she was super drunk and like she only has like the cash that she had on her but yeah they (laughs) now they're you know she he's using her as um a fake girlfriend but now kind of real girlfriend um for her his brother's wedding Hmm. So they're now at the family winery right now for the wedding. And that's where I'm at currently at. Cute. And they're both, you know, super into the other. And they finally had sex. And, but she didn't tell, it was another thing that she didn't tell him that she was a virgin. So he, I think initially at least. And so he was like, I would have done things a little bit differently had I known. But it's so weird that people don't say it yeah oh well or at least i think she they were literally like he was about to stick it in her and she blurted out like i'm a virgin ah but like she had already like given him like a beyond belief amazing like blowjob and this and that she google it beforehand no i think she had actually like they had fooled around like they'd done other things they just hadn't had like Mm. p and v nice sex or whatever what a weird line to draw but okay (laughs) people are weird uh (laughs) That sounds cute. I actually might go back and read it then. I always like her books. Maybe in January. Once I'm off my... I'm serious. She's got like 30 books. I'm reading all of Jones's books. It's happening. And I will follow anyone that's like her. Amazon, Amazon's like author bit at the bottom, like, you know, once you're on their page. Yeah. Are pretty accurate. That's good. Yeah. I'll have to look at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Go to the ones you like and look at who they suggest... Based on purchases. Yeah, I feel like I always end up being told like the same like four or five authors yeah. that I see on the regular anyway. Like that's why I had to start on this weird that weird like I was telling you that's that book about the cheating husband where they end up together. Mm-hmm. I had to start there. A suggestion from a friend that that's not for me. That I don't think that author's books are for me. They're too soap opera y. Yeah. Uh but then from there I found this this more traditional romance writer which i don't even really usually read traditional romances but she has like a whole six books about some football players she's got some books about some chefs i'm here for all of that here for all of that (laughs) well let's take a break and then we'll get into um our chat because it is christmas movie season christmas movies we'll be back in a minute In modern-day Bristol, someone is copying one of the most infamous serial killers of all time, Jack the Ripper. Only this time, the story is different. A woman survives and decides to get her revenge by taking the law into her own hands. But in so doing, she awakens a darkness deep inside her. If you like suspense, thrillers, and serial killers, tune in to Jane the Ripper, an audio drama, coming to CalamityCast.com, Halloween 2019. That was a great commercial break. It was so good. So, we, we, I hope you are listening to, to Jane the Ripper, because uh, it is good. It is good. I know that that's like a little bit, I feel like that ad might 
might be dated because it's like coming October 31st. Oh, yeah. And it's three episodes in now, which yeah, is so exciting. You- I was listening to an episode the other day. <laughs> And I did not recognize my own voice. So It's that good. It's that good. Because <laughs> I was playing uh, not my regular character, but it's just a, like a random side character or one bit thing. And I was like, oh, who is that? I'm like, oh, God, that's me. Love it. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really good. I don't listen to podcasts outside of our own. <laughs> I just don't, I don't know. I don't think about them. Yeah. But I am listening to Jane the Ripper as it comes out. So they're doing I'm a, a good fan. job. They're doing a good, good job. job. All right, uh, so Liz uh, took today off work, and I'm home every day. Yep. So she came over, and we watched. The Night Before Christmas, K-N-I-G-H-T, Night. Yeah. The new Netflix. Uh, or is it, wait, is it the Christmas night or the Night Before Christmas? I thought it was the Night Before Christmas. I thought it was Christmas night. All these titles are the same. You're probably right, because I call things by the wrong name like it is my job. Because <laughs> initially, yeah, it's the Night Before Christmas. Okay. Because uh, initially you're like, you know, the time travel one. And That's, I'm like, that is which fault. one is that? And then and then I remembered, oh, yeah, duh, the one. There's there's books that me and Liz have both read, but because of how terribly I explain the, the title, or even the what hap- what what's important to the premise to me is not what's important to her or other people, like normal people. So she'll just kind of look at me for a minute until it's <laughs> until you get it. Because I'm bad at titles and shit. Yeah, that movie was a trip. Yeah. So, if you're unaware, this is uh, one of the new 2019 Christmas movies on Netflix, available now. Uh, it has Vanessa Hudgeson in it again. Um, she's always a goodie. She's she's becoming the, like, what's her, Lacey, what her butt on Hallmark. From Mean Girls, yeah. Yeah, Lacey from Mean Girls. She plays uh, Gretchen. She's in, like, every Christmas movie on the Hallmark channel. Mm-hmm. So, I think Vanessa is becoming that for um netflix which for her. i am here for um but yeah it's a romance christmas time travel movie everything good oh my god there's a there's a witch or yeah whatever it i calls guess her a crone the old crone because uh, apparently um it's a thing that knights when they're on their like nightly missions or whatever hero's journey kind of thing uh the old crow is supposed to like tell them what their mission is what their mission is and like what their biggest weakness is and how they fix that and overcome that and blah 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 right i'm still not exactly sure what so okay here's the thing they open up with this guy being super gregarious with his brother and like being super happy no big deal and then he meets this crone and she's all like you need to open your heart You'll figure it out, and like clearly the mess the the mission is to fall in love, right? So yeah. time travels to 2019. Great problem. Didn't know it was his weakness because he seemed like a pretty nice guy who loved his brother. Right. That's why I'm still a little confused about because like he wasn't like a dick. No, he, he was nice. a very I don't know happy, nice, helpful dude. Yeah. Who like they were going on like some sort of mission thing, and he was helping his brother out with it, and yep. they were like, "Okay, well, you know, to better make this work, we should split up." And mm-hmm. I- I'm not entirely clear. Very unsure. Why, of all people, he was like, "Oh, your heart's closed off," and blah. It was weird. Because when, then even when he was in 2019, like 
he kept telling people like, "Hey, I'm a knight," <laughs> and they thought so. They meet because uh, Vanessa's character um, accidentally hits him with her car because it's a snowy night, and he just appears suddenly. Mm-hmm. And so they all assume that he has like amnesia and thinks he's a knight. Um, so what does she do? She offers her guest house to him. Yeah, because she has a guest house. Awesome. But also dead parents, so she has the dead parents' house and, and all that. So, so that really works into the whole the whole thing. <laughs> um Yeah, so you know, he stays with her and it's very over the top with like I'm a man from what, the thirteen hundreds. Yeah. Thirteen hundreds experiencing calls- things in in the uh nineteen or in the two thousands and like but also like not being scared at all. Right. Like he was like oh, this is a thing and that is happening. On. Yeah, like like oh, I see your your steel horse just hit me. Right. O- okay. Uh, he kept referring to hot chocolate as mead. That was the most irksome part of it. I think. I'm like, do you you know what mead is, sir? You know it's not chocolate, and maybe mead was a more general term, but like to me, mead is a honey wine, and yes, yeah, sometimes it's drank. It was consumed warm, I think, but other times cold and. Yeah. Like but still, it doesn't doesn't. It didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. But I, it was okay to ignore it because he yelled "wench" at a waitress. Yeah, it's just some of some of it was humorous, and then some of it was like, "Oh god!" Like trying a little too hard, but yeah. not hard enough. Yeah, how do you do that? <laughs> they managed. <laughs> I loved all the product placement for Netflix. Oh yeah, like we the... saw three different references to Netflix movies. I yes. feel like we um. They were watching the Christmas Calendar, which was a movie from last year, mm-hmm. and then they were watching uh, Wild, Christmas in a the Christmas Wild. in the Wild, which is a new one this year with Rob Lowe and uh, the woman from Sex in the City. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet because it seems more serious than the other ones. You know, not as it's more serious than time traveling night. Exactly, so. and then um, we find out. That this movie is in the same Netflix universe as a Christmas Prince movies because they have this acorn and they mention uh, the king and queen and the place they're from Aldoria Al Aldovia probably because I feel like every fake country is always a Vovia yeah like when Princess Diaries and Mm -hmm. Genovia Genovia yeah yeah um. So I'm hoping maybe there'll be some sort of crossover or something happen there. But it also kind of makes sense because the new Christmas Prince movie that's coming out this year, uh, later in the month, um, has to do with a curse. Mm. So if we know time travel and magic is already happening in this universe, then it makes the curse be less like, okay, wait a second. The first two movies, there was no talk about anything magical. Why is that suddenly happening now? Also, there's like an, there's a, there's a hanging, um, bit for a sequel at the end of this one. Yes. It looks like his brother might also get to, uh, be transported in time. And do something cool. Yeah. It was, it's, you know how you sometimes will turn on a Christmas movie like this and you're like, oh, God, this is just so bad mm. that, like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a Christmas Crush is so bad. Christmas Crush? Uh, they, they were go- it was a high school reunion. I don't really remember uh, much about it, that it was yes. just yep. really There's, like, a weird bad. singing bit. 
Yes. It's just painful bad. But like, yeah, I made my way through it. And I was like, OK, that never needs to be watched again. Yeah. You know, like I'm just, I'm pulling up the picture just so I can see. Um, uh, I That was the Christmas in the cabin that I just watched with Jordan. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, God, this is so bad because she's like a bitch. Yeah. And but her friends are bitchier somehow. Oof, oof. I think that was initially a Hallmark movie. Christmas and... reunion. That's so bad. And I feel like yeah, that's Christmas... yeah. That's... Oh, wait, hold on. Holiday High School reunion is different from Christmas Crush. No, there's one that it, like it was renamed. Oh, I think that's it then. Yeah, because Christmas Crush is what I remember it as. But then when I search Christmas Crush, Holiday High School reunion comes up. Yes, it was initially re- released as one name, and then now it's Christmas Crush. Yeah. But it's got the guy from Mean Girls in it. Um, but, you know, like, I feel like a good chunk of the Hallmark Christmas movies, like, they're putting out, like, what, 40 of those a year? Mm-hmm. And you, like, maybe five are going to be, like, really solidly done. Yeah. The rest are like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, the Christmas Cabin one I just watched, I don't know if that was a Netflix original or if that was just a, we picked this up from sure. someone else. The leads have no chemistry. Ew. And the, the whole movie is just the two of them, really. I feel like they shot it in one weekend. They probably wrote it in one weekend, too. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, it was rough. But we watched the whole thing. Um, and then we also watched Santa Girl. How was that one? Ooh, it's rough. So is Ooh. that a romance? Because that made it sound like... It is a romance. Oh. It's an arranged marriage plus another romance. Okay. It's like a bit convoluted. It's not convoluted at all. It's actually a very straightforward plot. Uh, but is she the like daughter of Santa? She is. Okay. That's what I thought. And so and I didn't then, know if it was a romance or not. And she's like, in, she's uh, betrothed to uh, Nick Jack Frost's son, Jack of Frost course. Jr. Um, but she falls in love with someone else. Yes. Gotcha. But also smitten by Jack Frost Jr. without knowing it's Jack Frost Jr. Oh, shit. So a little bit of a... A little subterfuge there. Yep. Yeah. Sabotage. Um, was Is he into her or is he... Yeah, he's into her. Oh. So he gets a sad ending? Kind of. He's kind of a dick, though. Oh, okay. So we don't care that. Like, he doesn't, like, let her in on the fact that he's, like, him. So can we just say, like, how many Christmas movies... I haven't actually watched one like this this year yet, but how many that are... Someone comes home... From, like, the big city comes to, like, to their small town. And they're already, like, have a serious relationship or engaged. Mm-hmm. And we all were like, that's okay. You can fall in love with this hot guy from your small town. And yeah. we won't bat an eye at the fact that you are literally cheating. Right. <laughs> on, like, even if you haven't kissed or anything, like, you're still practically dating this person while you have, like, a fiancé or whatever. Yeah. Back home. And that's such a regularly done trope in these movies it's wild and it's just like oh christmas time leave your shitty exes away and find someone new yeah yeah i haven't i haven't seen one where it's well you know what actually that's not true i have most ones i've seen they've been a breakup before they show up christmas inheritance which was a movie that netflix did last year um that's the one where cabin or not the cabin the inn was the inn one that's uh the inn with a view um jesus christ no, this or Christmas in. Or, I know I've seen Christmas yeah. Inheritance. Yeah, Christmas that. Inheritance. That's the one where oh, her the, dad makes her go to to drop the letters off. To drop the letters off with the, the other guy who like helped form the company, and she's only allowed to have like X amount of money. Yeah, 
and to be fair the guy that she like falls for oh is, horrible he's so bad like i for me i was like wait when do they start as soon as they like are falling in love I'm like wait when did that happen oh yeah but no i agree with you it's a very weird it's a weird thing oh you know i saw this one um it's not a holiday one it's just a romance by hallmark uh but this woman goes so her husband is on trial for like white collar crime okay and so she goes home. I think he's in prison for a minute. So she goes home to her family and meets up with a friend from when she was a child who does Doctors with, Without Borders. Okay. And it's just, like, an all-around great guy. And they, like, are kind of falling for each other a little bit. And, like, he's a much better choice. And, like, she already kind of – her husband didn't tell her that she he was doing all this stuff and wasn't honest. And, like, um, he's trying to get out of it, finding loopholes. And she's kind of like, I'm done with this. I can't be married to a criminal. Um her husband gets off because he's rich. Sure. And you know what the end of the movie is? Her going home with him. What? And staying married. What? Actually, it's not a Hallmark movie. It's one of those Christian ones by that company who does all the Christian ones. But basically, so she stays with this shitty criminal white-collar guy who defrauded people out of their fucking, uh, you know, whatever. And people shame her. People are shaming her for wanting to leave her husband. And that's the end of the movie? Yeah, she goes home with them. So for me, it's like, so I 100% agree, but then this one situation, I was like, no, cheat on your husband before you divorce him. Because that guy's a criminal. He defrauded people out of their, their like, fucking retirement money. Oh, one of those. Yep. Oh, God. But they're like, he learned a lesson, and your your marriage is whatever with God. And I'm like, but he, no. What? Right? Anyway. So that was one time when I was like, you, girl, get it. Get it, and yeah. he and the guy with Doctors Without Borders like was very smitten and was a very nice guy, and I felt bad for him. But my baby's playing with uh, instruments upstairs, and it <laughs> sounds very wild. It sounds like there are ghosts. Oh uh, God! Yeah, I'm trying I to think of what else to say about um, the night before Christmas. Heath Ledger. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, here's the really weird, bizarre thing. We were like, because we, we, you know. We're watching it. We're like, oh, this makes us want to watch um, A Knight's Tale. You know, the most epic of all the night movies. And I then realized when the guy smiled, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they were like, you know what? We just need a Heath Ledger lookalike to play yeah, he this looks guy. Yeah, like him. Like, his hair is exactly the same way. He just doesn't have the strong jaw that Heath Ledger had. No, but like his... Big eyes. His grin was like the same. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. It was real weird. Yeah, it was wild. And then they show a scene where he's just in a towel. Yeah. <laughs> it was unimpressive. Like, I am all, like, not every guy needs to be super buff. I but, like, don't am all treat for it like that. A, ooh, God moment. Like, don't yeah. make it, ooh, baby. Because the thing about it is she doesn't really react to it. I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad she's not reacting to this less than, like, phenomenal body. But then she does, like, a double take. And I'm like, no, you ruined the reality. Yeah, because he was just, like, tall. Lean, lean, thin he looks, dude. <laughs> he's that guy that looks good in everything he wears, though. Oh, he looks great clothed. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, he doesn't look bad naked. It's just it wasn't like anything. It wasn't like in some of these movies you're like, damn. It's not even like yeah, like he he you know is throwing around a heavy sword all the time. You think yeah. he'd at least have slightly nicer arm muscles? I don't know, but that was one moment I was just like, come on, guys, <laughs> come on. I mean, not everyone needs to have abs. I get it. Like, let's not pretend like that guy was something to write home about. Yeah. He's fine. He was fine. Oh, and then there was uh, her sister uh, yes. ha had a husband, but he literally Just wasn't mentioned in the first mm, 
two thirds of the movie. For a half minute, I thought he just wasn't around. Yeah, they kind of made it because it was all very much like the sisters' relationships yeah. and her relationship with her niece, and they never even said, "Oh, and so and so is off on business right, right now. He'll be back before Christmas." Right. He just suddenly was like, "Hey guys, it's Christmas Eve. Aren't you excited?" Or like, "Who the fuck are you?" And then we get this. We have this evil ex-boyfriend who's a cheater that we see like twice and nothing comes of it. Oh, yeah. He's just there so that people are like, oh, there's your ex. Oh, here's the story about your ex. Like, that's the only reason he's ever in a scene. Yeah. Nothing happens. There's no fight. That's stupid. And then there's like a villainous. Because, yeah, because the knight tried to like confront him and she's like, no, 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 sit down. You can't like, you can't go attacking people in the middle of a diner. So I thought maybe some sort of like altercation would happen at some point i at least thought like a verbal altercation yeah. right or like even like a i'm sorry i was an asshole or him at least seeing her with the hot night guy right that we doesn't got, even happen we got nothing and then there's a villainous next door neighbor who's supposed to be they code her as a flirt um but all she does is is be kind of friendly and like but like also kind of like does like a little bit of like a wink in action. Yeah. But then ends up not being a villain at all and backs off finally like backs off after he makes it abundantly clear that he's not interested. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with her. She's like, "Oh." Also, it's weird. I feel like it's the same thing as like him with his clothes off being like a ooh baby moment. It's like she's not a temptress. She's wearing a, like a turtleneck. Like I don't She had a red hair. Ooh, baby. It's always the redheads. It's, that, like, it's like Jolene. Yeah. That made me really sad. I did not enjoy that. The, did the you watch? strings, yeah. Yeah. The husband, I'm sorry, we're divorced now. That's weird how that happened. Yeah, the the first one was okay, the Jolene episode. I haven't watched any of that ones yet. Don't, just skip the second one. It's so stupid. Okay. I haven't even made it my way through it. Um, it, It's a, it's a family wedding. Mm-hmm. And you find out that the son is actually gay. Uh, and her his sister actually ac- accidentally on purpose outs him because oh, she's like God. having like a panic attack and all the attention is on her because it's her wedding and she's like, well, I'm not the only one with a secret. He's gay and like just more. Yeah, and there's just so many like horribly horribly like homophobic comments that are made from the family members and I'm like, I understand that this is a teachable learning message to be like, look, gay people are fine too. But like that's wild. I- I'm just uncomfortable of how we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. That's also such an old tired narrative. Like we've done that to death. The nineties. That was the nineties. Yeah. But no, that Jolene episode, I was just like the whole time I was just like, wait, you're friends with her? And Jeremy kept being like, wait, they're all wearing coats. Why is Jolene wearing a belly-bearing shirt? I'm yeah. Like, I don't know. Also, I love... she's the slut in the story. My favorite part of it is that... So when I listened to that song, to me, it was always in the wife's head. Like, I didn't really Ooh. necessarily think Jolene... I don't know. And to maybe I'm just being really naive. But to me, it was like in the wife's head how serious it was. Yeah. Like, maybe a this woman bit. had flirted with her husband but that's it but that was it and, and she, it was her insecurities which is very much what that movie was about was but her. this woman was doing some shady things this I feel jolene, like it was more the husband was doing no, shady. No, no no i know that but like also like jolene it's not a far jump to think that your friend who's cheating with someone's husband might also be cheating with your husband okay i forgot about that aspect of it yeah, yeah. that's that was the part where i was like what's happening and then when they get in the fight i'm like Okay, well, you're slut shaming, but at the same time, there's like this weird amount of like, but Jolene's all, you know, Jolene does this. Also, 
I didn't know why she didn't talk to her husband first slash kick him out of the house immediately. Yeah. And when he goes, I thought about cheating on you. Excuse me? What? You weren't even that cute. No. That's why I was confused why she thought Jillian was trying to take her husband. She was banging that much hotter other man. Yeah. Someone else's husband who's much hotter than your husband. And she pretty much says that. She's yeah. like, I'm not even. Oh. I don't want him. I do not want him. I love that. Um, but that one, that was really hard for me. That was a really hard one. Yeah. And then they go later to see her in concert. See, here's the, my problem with it. It's because he legitimately was so attracted to her. He was like thinking about throwing away his marriage. And if Jolene had been into it and was pursuing him, he would have. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why that story had so much. I had such an issue with because then they go see her in concert like a year later. And I'm like, no, you stay with that husband. That's stupid. And then you take him to a concert where a woman who he was like mentally Wanting fucking. Wanting to, Yeah. It wasn't that he generally was going to cheat. It was specific to that woman. Yes. So. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, uh, Jolene, I love that song, by the way. Uh, but that was really hard. And I was like, I don't know if I can watch any more of these. If they're all going to be like. And then in the end, them talking. I'm like, wait, why is she taking him back? <laughs> wait, what? They like what? Like they went to therapy or something. So he, she was like, we're fine. Right. I don't. And, like, she yeah. was, like, trying to spice up their sex life, and he was real resistant to it. And he was like, no, we're not supposed to have sex like this. It was <laughs> fucking weird. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm sorry. Nah. I love Dolly Parton. and Me I too. And I've been hardcore listening with Jeremy to Dolly Parton's America, which is a really awesome podcast. Um, so it was really bizarre listening Watching that episode on Jolene and then listening to the podcast podcast episode that yeah. talks about the, the song Jolene yeah. and I'm like I'm like my brain I'm- yeah I know like the the actual reason for the song is really funny and cute yeah it's just that well because the funny thing is if you've ever seen Dolly Parton's husband he was like a nerd but she was like so in love with him yeah like that's the thing about it. like so she like met him and was like you're it for me. And, like, the fact that it was, like, some bank teller flirting with her husband and he went to the bank a bunch because he enjoyed getting flirted with. Yeah. Like, that's real stupid. But, like, you know, there's actually, there's obviously no danger there, you know? Yeah. But then in this movie, they're, like, making the husband. So it's like, Dolly, did you think your husband was? I don't know. I just felt like I got all of my feelings. It hurt my feelings. Oh, no. Because I just, why did she stay with him in the end? I was just so baffled. Yeah. You can't have them have a conversation about how he's like, yeah, I was going to, I was thinking about cheating on you. To the next scene is them on a date night to watch the woman he wanted to fuck in concert. <laughs> That's too much. Well, and I mean, at least there was the time jump, but still. Still, but we didn't see any of the growth. No, we didn't. So my brain. It was all assumed. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that was off topic, but I needed to get it off my chest. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to end up watching the rest of. Which bums me out. Like, I knew they were going to be real cheesy, but like. I thought they were going to be cheesy in like a kind way, not in a. Let's be terrible and give people sad endings. I mean, I guess there are people who watch that probably like, oh, that's a happy ending. He didn't cheat on her. I'm sorry. You don't get points for not cheating. I watched an episode today where uh, one of the characters, the, the dad dies and it's like, oh, cool. Like you, you and your kids literally haven't been in each other's lives for 35 years. They finally show up and then he dies. Uh, no, see, no, we can't do it. Thank you. Thank you for telling me that. That's I'm episode three. So no, nope. don't, don't do that. Don't watch one. that one either. <laughs> I'm just going to wait till you watch them and tell me which ones are safe. Cause <laughs> I can't. 
All right, we'll do. You have a Christmas. Oh, sure. My dog is just whining in the background. That's Babs. Yeah, if you we'll hear just her. keep it. Hey, we'll, Babby. We'll just keep this one short. Hey, Babby, come here. Why are you sad? Click, 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 click. This click, is click, technically click. a short episode, but we've also been together since two o'clock, and it's now seven o'clock. Yeah, let's just <laughs> eat dinner at some point. So I don't want to um, keep her past dinner time. Okay. Uh, listen. I'm I'm between two. Oh, I'm between three. Okay. Uh, Pick one, two, or three. Two. Want to meet Santa's little helper? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Babs is also not a fan. Well, Santa's that idiot. What are you doing? That's wild. Yep. Then the, the, one of the other ones I was going to do was, uh, that's not a candy cane in my pocket. I'm just glad to see you. Why is your dick so skinny? <laughs> and why is it so curvy? Oh, God. I'm hoping you're talking about one of those peppermint sticks. Anyway. Oh. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next time with more Christmas goodies, I am sure. Probably. Because that's all I do for the next month. Same. All right. <laughs> uh, from Avebs. Okay. We're just. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We would love to hear from you, so contact us at lnlsmutcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at lnlsmutcast. Find episodes of this and other great shows at calamitycast.com or wherever you find your podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Dick of the Week. This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you.